If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Thanks for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports on a Hump Day. What you doing? What you got? What you get? We're here to talk sports. Three hours, that's right. Nine to noon Pacific time, my customary time slot. Noon to three on the East Coast, add or subtract time accordingly, wherever you might happen to be listening. The great thing about this show on Sports Byline USA is that I'm so great. No, is that I'll talk about any sport you would like. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, other ball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. We'll do it together at the toll-free line. Don't be shy. We'll pay for the call. 1-800-878-PLAY. You'll pay for my cell phone plan. Not that, but we'll pay for the call. Toll-free. 1-800-878-PLAY. I guess you could go up to a payphone and see if it would work for free. Do we still have payphones? Uh, I also do relentless interviewing on this show. A lot of entertainment guests. In fact, after the uh, first... Um, break here, which is coming up. We'll bring in Shelly Herman, a former NBC page who has a new book. And I have a lot of questions about being a page. Also, comic illustrator Graham Nolan. He created Bane. Ugh, Bane. He's with Heritage Auctions. All-star pitcher Mark Mulder is always with us. Uh, look who he follows politically. I'm not going to ask him about that. He always is a great interview and we like to talk, I don't know, baseball, pitching. We'll do that with Mark at 940. Second hour, Corinda Dobbins, comedian at the Punchline, will join us. Then we'll have director Stephen Kajak. He has the new HBO documentary about Rock Hudson called All That Heaven Allowed. Award-winning director Sam Pollard, who just did the fantastic Bill Russell documentary, of which Sports Byline had a little part of. He has a new one about The League, and uh, we'll talk to him in the second hour. Pro wagering in the third hour, and then we'll... Open up the lines. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, apropos applications for listening to the show. Also, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel. Tune your cable provider. And American Forces Radio Network, 500 outlets, 177 countries worldwide. Twitter is at Rick Tittle. We got three hours. Come on back. 
Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up, that's code GAS11. Use code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We're about to get our guests, and uh, when we do, we'll uh, throw her on the air. Lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. <clears throat> and haven't gone uh, full mock draft. We'll probably uh, talk about that 
in the uh, next couple days, especially tomorrow as we will have the draft. But we are quite happy to uh, welcome our guest to the uh, show. It is uh, Shelly Herman, an Emmy-nominated showbiz vet, a longtime host. She's a writer, producer, and uh, someone who's been on both sides of the camera in a long television career. But she has taken us back to the beginning of her career when she joined NBC as a page. And Shelly, I've always been fascinated by the job of the page and hearing that, you know, Regis Philbin was once a page and then the character of, you know, Kenneth in, in 30 Rock. How did it all get started for you? Well, the page program itself <clears throat> has been around uh, this year celebrating its 90th anniversary. And you, you wow. mentioned Regis being a page. Um, the game show host Gene Rayburn from The Match Game was a page. Wow. Peter Marshall, Chuck Barris, uh, Aubrey Plaza, who uh, is one of the more contemporary stars. Um, we, we all kind of got our start giving tours around the NBC facility, ushering TV shows, uh, picking celebrities up at the airport, taking them on press tours or making sure they got to whatever personal appearance they needed to take. And, and along the way, hopefully – uh, meeting some executives within NBC and, and getting up the next rung of the ladder to success. Now, I know in, in Washington, D.C., they have political pages, and there's always, like, stories of ribaldry. Were people uh, nice to you? Let's just say that. I would say 99.9% <laughs> of us are still, to this day, very supportive of each other, and we were... We, we see each other uh, probably every other month to celebrate our birthdays and uh, parents' funerals, weddings, people having babies. But there were a couple people. There was one guy who was, I, I call him like the Frank Burns of the page staff. He was kind of a snitch. He was kind of a weasel. And, and he would go through the trash cans at night. Um, looking for memos and looking to get dirt on some of us. So when, when we started realizing that this guy was doing it, um, the people who smoked would, would dump their dirty ashes from the ashtray and their, and their old takeout food in the trash cans because they figured, you know, if he wanted to get the dirt on us, we'd give him some dirt too. <laughs> that was a good mash reference. I think we're about the same age there, Shelley. Oh, there you go. Well, today it happens to be my 47th anniversary of the day I started on the page staff in NBC Burbank. And I'll admit, I'm 68 years old now. And uh, if you look at the picture on the back of the book, my peacock tail, um, I think I held up pretty well. <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, on the cover, of course, is a great picture of uh, Johnny Carson. You're behind him. He's signed a good luck, Shelley. Um you mentioned Burbank. That's the first thing I think of is the uh, Tonight Show. Uh, how exciting was that? And uh, how was Johnny and Ed and Doc and Freddie de Cordova and everybody else? Well, the picture you're referring to on the cover of my peacock tail was from a segment that Johnny used to do called Stump the Band. Mm -hmm. And we never knew on which day he was going to do Stump the Band because it would come about if a guest, let's say if a guest was running late, if they were stuck in traffic, because at 5.30 every day, Johnny taped the show. So if they needed to fill in that time gap, 
before the, 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 the first guest was there or ready to go, uh, they would take one of the pages, give them a bunch of envelopes that had gift certificates in it for, you know, a night on the town someplace in L.A., and we got to stand in the audience and hand Johnny these gift certificates after people in the audience would try to stump Ed and Doc by singing a silly song. So um, that, was, that was my 15 minutes of fame on The Tonight Show, captured in that glorious moment on the cover of my Peacock Tale. I always loved it when Tommy knew someone. I mean, he was such an easy target for Johnny, too, and stumped the band. It was so great. Um, you also, I mean, you know, talking about your, your career, the dating game, were you the one of the three or were you the one? Well, I actually did two dating games while I wow. was still in high school. Uh, the first one, um, I won um, a, a very rich young man whose family had a vacation home in San Diego where we were going on our vacation. So it wasn't a big deal for him. But the second guy uh, that I won on uh, the dating game, uh, he came out and uh, the Jim Lang says, and we're giving you an all-expense-paid trip to the Bahamas. And I hugged the guy and whispered in his ear, where are the Bahamas? <laughs> I had no idea where I was going. Now, did they send a chaperone too? They at the time I was eighteen, and the rule was if the female dating game contestant was under twenty-one, that it had to be a female chaperone. And as it turns out, I had somebody's old grandma who um, really liked to drink her rum. And she was passed out in our hotel room most of the time. And uh, I was able to go out. I, I was scuba diving. I was having so much fun. But, but she was snoring. I, this is you're bringing back horrible memories for me. I tried to sleep out on the balcony because she was snoring so badly. And there was a big lightning and thunder activity. So I wound up taking all of our clothes out of the closet and putting pillows in the closet and closing the door in the closet so I could try to get some sleep. <laughs> I actually know a guy who won the date. He gave in the 80s, and he showed up for the date, and they sent a different girl. They were like, yeah, she couldn't make it, but take this one. <laughs> Ooh, wow, that's, that's brutal. Well, and the thing, too, is if, um, if, the, if one of the two people declined the date, then you could bring anybody you wanted to. So a lot of people from my high school went on the show and they were able to bring their real sweethearts with them on the date. So that worked out nicely for them. Wow. All right. Before we, I know you got to go here in a minute. Is there um, any story in the book that you were like, mm, I don't know if I want to tell this one. It might hurt some feelings, but it's too good. I got to put it in. Well, there's one story that's called You Have to Ask. And it's about this guy that I dated who was a very big star, and we had a really good time. And um, the reason the book is called, the chapter is called You Have to Ask, is because at a very awkward moment, uh, he introduced me to his wife. <laughs> I didn't know he was married. Nobody around 
us ever told me that. And I purposefully changed his name because I didn't want his family to get the shrapnel of this guy being a jerk. And I named him Jake um, because I was trying to find a name that none of my friends could guess who I'm talking about. And I was watching a State Farm commercial, and they're talking about Jake from State Farm. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll call him Jake. <laughs> Perfect. I know you got to run the new book, My Peacock Tale, Secrets of an NBC Page. We're just scratching the surface with the author, Shelley Herman. Shelley, congratulations on the book, and thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Have a great day. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number. They'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. 
move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Hey, thanks for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We're here with the very successful comic illustrator, Graham Nolan, and uh, he is here to talk about uh, his collaboration with Heritage Auctions as they've got something that's going to begin tomorrow and run through the uh, 25th, a total of nearly 15 Hundred works, including original pages from Frank Miller's iconic Dark Knight Returns, a lot of uh, near mint plus Batman books, iconic villains like Two Face and Deadshot. But we have Graham. Graham is the guy who put Bane in black and white way before Christopher Nolan put him on the screen. No relation, right, Graham? Christopher and you. <laughs> but it's ironic that my brother's name is Christopher Nolan. <laughs> well, it is great. So, um, when did you, I mean, the way you picture Bane, the way we see him now, that Tom Hardy character, uh, how did, let's just start with that. How did Bane come to uh, our uh, world? Well, Bane was necessary for a story arc that uh, uh, editor Denny O'Neill wanted to do. At the time, around 1992, the most popular characters were Wolverine and the Punisher because they dispatched their villains. They killed them. And fans were writing Denny and saying, hey, we, Batman needs to do that, you know, because a lot of innocent people are getting killed because Batman, you know, isn't killing his villains. So Denny thought that was a horrible idea, but let's show them why it's a bad idea. So that was the impetus to, to take Batman out and replace him with a more violent Batman, which was uh, Jean-Paul Valet. Um, but we needed a villain to do it. And so that was the, 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 the germ of, of Bane. Very interesting. What about the name? What, 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 what was he almost called? Well, his placeholder was Doc Toxic. <laughs> and <laughs> everybody hated that. <laughs> um, the reason being is, is that Bane was, uh, was kind of based upon Doc Savage, which was a pulp character from the 1930s who was an inspiration for Superman and Batman and uh, James Bond and all these other – and Indiana Jones – um, a lot of people don't remember Doc. Um, so we use that as a placeholder name. Uh, and then Chuck Dixon just went through the thesaurus uh, and uh, came up with the name Bane. It reminds me of Doc Ock. I mean, he was uh, Dr. Octopus, right? Uh, right, right. But Doc Savage was long before that, uh, 1933. Right. That was a Stan Lee guy, too. I mean, I know it's uh, – uh, did you ever – I got to meet Stan Lee one time. Who were some of your heroes growing up? Oh, Stan, of course, and I did get to meet him. Jack Kirby, uh, the other architect of uh, the Marvel Universe, <laughs> I got to meet him as well. 
um, Jim Aparo, um, uh, Will Eisner. Uh, these were all – John Ramita, who unfortunately just passed away last week, um, were all uh, big influences on my work. You know, when I was growing up uh, in the 70s, I was all about DC. I wasn't Marvel because I liked the war comics. And for me, it was all about Sergeant Rock. And I'd go to 7-Eleven, oh. and the comic books were 25 cents. It makes me sound like I'm 100 years old. <laughs> oh, I, I bought them at the same time, all that great Russ Heath and Joe Kubert art in those war comics. No doubt. All right, so the auction, what, what do we got going on here on your end? Well, on my end, um, I, I stopped selling my artwork uh, probably more than 25 years ago. And I've held on to a lot of key pieces. And uh, these key pieces I, I've put up uh, at Heritage from the first appearance of Bane uh, in Vengeance of Bane uh, number one from 1993. Uh, I've had all these pages for 30 years now. Uh, some of them have been up on my studio wall. And I just felt like it's the 30th anniversary. Maybe it's time to share them and uh, let other people enjoy them. Um, some of the key ones that are there are the first appearance of Bane in his full costume uh, with his um, his henchmen in their costume. It's sort of a semi-splash page. Uh, and then, of course, the first design of Bane, the approved design that, DC, that I sent to D.C., uh, outlining exactly what he looks like. Uh, that's, that's available also. What, is there something that you just can't part with? You're like, I, I don't care how much money I make for this. Uh, this ain't for sale. You know, almost everything's for sale in the world. <laughs> 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 if, if the price is right. <laughs> I guess we found that out about the PGA Tour, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> including their, their price <laughs> what, what for you effort. just to turn it around what would be your holy grail thing like maybe issue number one of something or or what would be your ultimate when it comes to this type of thing uh you know one of the series that i collect i actively collect is fantastic four mm. and i'm trying to get uh, the first 102 issues of the Fantastic Four. Uh, those are all the Stan Lee, Jack Kirby issues, the creators. After that, other guys came in, and I, I have no interest in that. I want the, the, the creators' versions. Uh, and I have a lot of them. And I have all the key issues except one, and that's number five. And that's the first appearance of Doctor Doom. I always love the so that, that uh, Norm MacDonald bit when they're doing the Fantastic Four and the guy goes, all right, you're the thing. Okay. And I'm Mr. Fantastic. Wait a minute. I'm the <laughs> thing and you get to be called Mr. Fantastic? <laughs> and as you know, yeah, it I was it. Jacob Ben Grimm was the thing, right? Uh, no, Benjamin uh, J. Grimm, yeah. Okay. Ben Close. Grimm, yeah. So what about mm -hmm. you at Comic-Con? Are you mobbed, or are you sort of like uh, in the shadows? Oh, at San Diego Comic-Con? Any of them. Oh, it depends on the con, you know. Um, I'll be at a show in New Jersey, Garden State Art uh, Comic Fest this weekend, and I expect to be very, very busy. What is the dumbest thing that you've signed, Graham? The dumbest thing? Um... Well, I had a guy come up to me at a show who wanted me to do a, um, a commission for him, a drawing at the show. And uh, he wanted me to draw him 
uh, and he brought me the wrestling belt. He, he had some kind of wrestling facsimile belt, you know, like for, from WWE or whatever that stuff is. And he wanted me to draw him in the wrestling ring, holding the belt over his head, and two bikini-clad girls holding onto his leg. <laughs> that one was a little weird. How much was he offering you for that? That was so long ago, I don't remember. Mm. I'm going to say you declined. No, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I had to sign his wrestling belt, too. All right, as you say, you just said it a couple minutes ago, everything has a price, right? Yeah. Well, the <laughs> other thing I wanted to ask you, too, just getting back to Bane for a second. Mm-hmm. And we got to see sort of his, uh, I don't want to say origin story, but we got to see the brutal, I don't even want to call it childhood that he had. But mm-hmm. the the muffled voice and then, of course, the brute strength, but the, the exceptional intelligence. Why did you want to make Bane so smart? Well, because he had to take down Batman, and uh, Batman's the world's greatest detective. Uh, he's one of the smartest guys uh, in the DC universe. And so Bane, you know, there were strong guys in the Batman uh, rogues gallery, guys like uh, uh, Killer Croc. Um, and then there were smart and maniacal characters as well. But we needed somebody uh, that was as smart as Ra's al Ghul, but as powerful as uh, um uh, Killer Croc, and so by by kind of making him the evil Doc Savage, that's exactly what we got. We've got this guy who was brilliant. In fact, in one of the series that Chuck and I did, uh, Bane, um, not Bane Conquest, Bane, Bane of the Demon. He and Rachel Ghoul were playing chess together, but they're playing on like twenty five chess boards at the same time to show his intelligence and his uh, tactical uh, thinking. Um, you know, that he's not just, you know, a muscle head, which is what a lot of writers uh, get wrong about. We just have about 30 seconds. Do you feel like we have way too many superhero movies and they're kind of like getting lost? You know, we, we, there's just, we're getting watered down with them. Or do you think bring it on the more the merrier? Well, you know, it's just like when Westerns were the, the, the thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I never get tired of Westerns, but I get tired of bad Westerns. Yeah. And I think it's the same here with superhero movies. I'm just tired of the same old garbage, um, the same old trailers, the same old fight scenes. You know, it's like, you know, do something original. You know, um, Road to Perdition was a comic book movie. It wasn't a superhero movie, but it was a comic book movie. Um, you know, Explore other other options uh, other than the superhero aspect of comics because comics is a wonderful medium of storytelling. No doubt. It's Graham Nolan, the creator of Bane, and uh, check out his art and all the other great comic art that we've been talking about at uh, Heritage Auctions Comics and Comic Art Signature Auction. This will begin tomorrow and run through the uh, 25th. Graham, thanks for coming on the show, man. We appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome, but I think it starts today. It starts today. There it is. All right. The 22nd. It's wrong. It starts the 21st. Thanks, Graham. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Uh, Thank you. All right. Good stuff. We'll have uh, all-star pitcher Mark Mulder on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline.
name is Tierra, and a little thing that I love about the Chick-fil-A spicy chicken biscuit is that it has the perfect amount of spice to jumpstart my day. Whoever thought of it, thank you so much. Hi, my name is Robert, and a little thing I love about Chick-fil-A spicy chicken biscuit is the biscuit. It reminds me of my grandma's homemade biscuit. It's always buttery and savory. Then you add the spices, instant classic. Order the spicy chicken biscuit on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs. No agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. 
Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. The American Century Championship golf tournament will be up at Edgewood at uh, South Lake Tahoe, the 34th edition. It's always uh, one of the biggest, and it's going to be beginning on uh, July 12th, running through the 16th. There'll be coverage on the Golf Channel and NBC as well. We always like catching up with a lot of the people who will be participating and one of our favorites is uh, Mark Mulder, who returns to the program. Mr. Complete Game, former all-star for the A's and the uh, Cardinals. Always love talking ball with him. Mark, welcome back to the show. First things first, um, it's uh, basically official. The Las Vegas A's, maybe as early as next year, in a 10,000-seat AAA stadium down there. They had the reverse boycott. All those fans are the same ones that cheered you. Uh, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Um, well, I'm, I'm not surprised at all. Um, I guess I, I'm a little surprised that they're going to Vegas only because I had also heard from some people that possibly, you know, they, there'd be an expansion city, uh, that they would maybe go to, whether it was Nashville or Portland or I don't know, something like that. But, um, so I guess I was a little surprised that it was Vegas, but I'm not surprised that it's happening at all because just my opinion there was never going to be a stadium happening in the Bay area. And that, that place that they're in now is just not doable. Um, it's, it's sad. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sad for the city. I'm sad for the fans. Um, it's really unfortunate, but I'm not surprised in the least. As a pitcher, how much did you love that foul territory though? <laughs> Well, you know what? It was great, but to be perfectly honest, I was never a pitcher that got a lot of foul balls. Uh, um, it was more, it was more, uh, I mean, yes, there were, don't get me wrong, it was great when you did get one, but I, I was never one who got a ton of foul ball pop-ups just because I was more of a sinker ball guy, more balls were hit on the ground. Um, those fly ball pitchers, I think, probably benefited a little bit more, but I mean, obviously, night games, ball didn't travel that great. Um, so when guys, when I did elevate one and guys slightly missed it, you know, it stayed in the ballpark for me. So that was, uh, that was a big plus, I guess you could say. And I, I loved pitching there, man. I, it was the, I don't know why, but I, maybe it's just your home mound, but even in St. Louis, there was, there was something about that Oakland mound that just felt so good. Um, I know they're all supposed to be the same, but a lot of cities, a lot of parks, a lot of stadiums had different – the mound just felt different. They didn't all feel the same. So um, sometimes you get accustomed to one and you just have you just have a love for it. Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, I just played Little League in high school, but um, sometimes pitchers will go out there right in front of the rubber and they'll basically dig a hole to China and – and I'm like, what are you doing? Like for you, I mean, what did you, did you just kind of want to leave it pristine? I mean, how did you treat the rubber? Um, no, yeah, I never really dug anything. Um, I wasn't a big stride guy, so I didn't push off a ton, I guess you could say. So I didn't create a very big hole. Um, my landing spot was, I landed very soft. So I also didn't big hole where I landed. Um, it was, it was always interesting at times, you know, depending on the opposing pitcher, you know, some of those guys where they landed compared to where you landed, you know, sometimes I landed on the, on the half of their footprint. 
So sometimes you would land a little funny just because of the hole that they made. Mm. Um, and I'm sure it was vice versa for them. So, uh, it was it was always interesting, but you know every now and then you could just move a ha- inch over on the rubber, and you know it kind of it kind of fixed that problem. I, I never had a problem moving around on the mountains a little bit. I always stayed to the to the right side, to the glove side, um, just with because I threw that sinker. So it uh, it was different for everybody. I, but I was never a, a very aggressive push off or lander, I guess you could say. Right. I was speaking with David Wells yesterday, who's going to be up there with you, and and I asked him about the pitch yep. clock, and and he said it wouldn't have bugged him because he was a quick yep. worker. But we've seen some shenanigans, like you know, getting a ball and immediately rejecting it, throwing it back, and then and it's like, no, I just really didn't like that ball. And of course, the umpires are like, no, this is gamesmanship. I mean, as this evolves, what do you think about the pitch clock as we're here in late in June? Um, you know, to I'll be perfectly honest with you. I have not watched enough to give you a, a, a very educated opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some game pieces of games here and there, but I have not sat and watched an entire game. I haven't even had the TV on for an entire game. So um, I haven't seen enough to tell you. I just know that the pitch clock wouldn't have bothered me. And there are definitely times where you get a ball back and the seams feel terrible, and then they throw you another one. And it just doesn't feel right. I, I never got rid of more than two baseballs. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're getting rid of that many, then yes, you're, you're doing something uh, just to slow things down. But normally for me, I just got rid of the one and got another one and I was fine. So, um, yeah, I, I've seen the guys, you know, finagling the clock, waiting, waiting, waiting. I've seen some of the stuff some of the veteran guys are doing and um, with the guys wanting to steal bases, trying to pick them off and, there's always going to be something, people trying to get an advantage in some way. Speaking with Mark Mulder, he's going to be up there at the American Century Championship at uh, Edgewood coming up here second weekend in July. Um, it, it, you look at the standings now in the National League Central, the Reds are on the top and the Cardinals are on the bottom. It just it seems like it's against the laws of nature. But something <laughs> that I noticed about your cards early on, when Tyler O'Neill was busting around third, didn't score and the skipper Oliver Mommel benched him and and I, I didn't think he was being lazy he just said he wasn't running fast enough and Tyler O'Neill was saying look I, I mean I remember seeing him down at the World Baseball Classic in Phoenix I mean the guy is such a hard worker for Team Canada but he said look I just came off the the injured list I was running as fast as I could and I kind of thought you know managers this is something like that would be taken care of in house. And I just thought that was a, a really bad sign. And now we have people like Arenado and Goldschmidt saying, don't get mad at the skipper. We're just not, we're just not performing, which is, which is true. But see, things seem really sour with the last place Cardinals right now. Yeah, that's, that's a little unusual. And you know, my other thing is, is you would think the manager would have a very good feel for that as far as whether or not, he can run it. He he should know just how how much effort, how much whatever a certain player can give, or how because the reality is that if you're not healthy to healthy enough to go all out, then that manager should be well aware of that fact. So if that was the case, I'm not disputing you. I'm just saying if that's the case, mm-hmm. then yeah, that's that's kind of messed up. So um, you know it's. It's always touchy with different managers when you have 
You know, I mean, Molina was such a huge part of that clubhouse. He was almost like another manager, to be honest. So it makes you wonder uh, just how much that's changed the culture of that team and that clubhouse because of because of all that. Well, and the other thing is the Cardinals are trying to win, and your other former team, the A's, aren't, and they're getting away with it. They're not going to have to pay a um, – a relocation fee. Then a lot of big league teams are giving up millions. They just want a team in Vegas so badly. But and and you know what it was like under you know the Schott and Hoffman and the you know, the ownership days of, uh, of of those owners and then the Lou Wolf John Fisher ownership. No one was ever going to sign a big money extension. I mean, still the biggest contract ever was Chavi's sixty six million dollar deal. That's the biggest one in team history. But when you see a team, and the guys out there are trying their hardest, but when you see basically a 4A team out there, doesn't that kind of poison the product when one of your 30 teams is literally not trying? Oh, 100% it does. It's a a bad look. I mean, I remember somewhere around opening day, I I saw something on TV, I think it was MLB Network, and they they were talking about the rotation. I hadn't. I didn't know. I'd never even heard a single name on the on the in the rotation, you know. And I, I don't like. I said I don't keep up with the game like I used to when I was doing TV stuff. But I I didn't know a single name. And then I remember hearing something. However many weeks or month a month full month or whatever they went without a starting pitcher winning a single game. I mean that's that's crazy to me. And when you but you you've seen it in basketball. You've seen it in some of the other sports where some of these teams, they're just like, ah, whatever, just throw those guys out there. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's sad when that happens because I do feel like while the A's have always been uh, had the small market excuse and all that stuff, they've at least tried to put the best team forward and, you know, had some success. All right, let's talk about Edgewood, Mark, because – I mean, you got Del Negro and Marty Fish and Tony Romo. You got a lot of uh, pitchers like Smoltz and John Lester, Derek Lowe. I talked to him the other day. What about your game? Because you're always going to be one of the top three guys that uh, people are going to be gunning for. Sure. Um, well, my game's my game's pretty good right now. Um, you know, we're obviously all amateurs for a reason. They, it comes and goes. Um and it can flip, you know, it can go bad and it can get really good real quick. So I never really take too much into it until that first day. And, you know, that Friday round of that tournament, you know, things become real. And there's been years where I was playing poorly um, and won. And there were years where I was playing well and, and played terrible. So yeah, for, a, for the handful of us better players, I guess, it, <clears throat> it kind of becomes a putting contest. Um, it's all about who's going to make more birdies because I've said it before with the scoring system that we have nine, 18 pars is 18 points. But if you make nine birdies and nine bogeys, you get 27 points. Mm. So you really got to kind of go after everything and try to make birdies or Eagles just to accumulate as many points as possible and do your best to avoid the double bogeys. Cause that's where you get the minus two. I like it. It encourages aggressive golf. It is the American Century yep. Championship up there at Edgewood, one of the top 100 courses in the nation, South Shore. It's going to be uh, beginning on the 12th, but we'll really get going Friday the 14th through the 16th, Golf Channel and NBC as well. And uh, look for him on the podium. That is former all-star pitcher and our friend Mark Mulder. Thanks for coming on again, Mark. We appreciate it. You got it, man. Talk to you soon.
All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say... And I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't for that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? Hey, 
be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Thank you for that. Closing out hour number one of three. Rick Woodfield. Rick Tittlefield. Rick Woodfield is the oldest ballpark in the nation, the oldest professional ballpark. And it was announced that one year from now, the Giants and the Cardinals, there was rumors for this, now it's official, the Giants and the Cardinals are going to play a regular season game there. It's the former home of the Birmingham Black Barons of the Negro Leagues, where Willie Mays got his start. Willie Mays, Willie Mays said this, <clears throat> quote, I cannot believe it. I never thought I'd see in my lifetime a Major League Baseball game being played on the very field where I played baseball as a teenager. It has been 75 years since I played for the Birmingham Black Barons at Rickwood Field, and to learn that my Giants and the Cardinals will play a game there and honor the legacy of the Negro Leagues and all those who came before them is really emotional for me. We can't forget what got us here and that was the Negro Leagues for so many of us. Yes, Mays is 92 years old. This is not technically a Field of Dreams game, but it's certainly going to have that field. Remember, uh, last year and the year before last, they played at that or Iowa cornfield location uh, where they uh, filmed the movie. But Rickwood Field has been in some movies. It was in 42 which was in that uh, that Jackie Robinson movie with the late Chadwick Boseman. That was 10 years ago already. Uh, it also appeared in a movie called Soul of the Game in 96. It appeared in a movie called Cobb, which I believe Tommy Lee Jones played Cobb in that one. Um, it is the home field for Miles College, which is a historically black college and university in, uh, which is in Fairfield, Alabama. It's only two Negro League ballparks still in existence. The other one is in Patterson, New Jersey, Hinchcliffe Stadium. But uh, that is pretty cool. Willie Mays, 92 years old. All right, take a quick break. We'll come back. We have comedian Corinda Dobbins and some film directors, Stephen uh, Kajak and Sam Pollard will join us. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on SportsPile. News. I'm Rich Johnson. There may be some walk back to reports earlier today that an airplane hunting for that missing sub near the Titanic detected banging in the ocean. NBC correspondent Ron Allen's in St. John's, Newfoundland. Describing what was heard as noises and sounds is more accurate than banging, which is what uh, how it was reported earlier. It's unclear exactly when this happened. Uh, these reports have been happening over the past 48 hours or so, and it's unclear exactly when these sounds were heard. It's believed the five men on board the submersible have less than a day's worth of oxygen as the massive search and rescue operation continues in the North Atlantic. The special prosecutor who looked into the FBI's handling of its investigation of alleged ties between the 2016 Trump campaign and Russia says the FBI was negligent. John Durham tells the House Oversight Committee he heard that from FBI agents. I have had 
um, any number of FBI agents um, who I've worked with over the years, some of them are retired, some are still in place, who have come to me and apologized for the manner in which uh, that investigation was undertaken. And the top Democrat on the oversight panel, New York's Jerry Nadler, says Durham never found what Republicans hoped he would find. He cannot dispute a single conclusion in the Mueller report. He cannot prove a magnificent deep state conspiracy. President Biden's heading back to Washington and a White House dinner with India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Some Democrats plan to boycott Modi's speech in Congress tomorrow, protesting alleged human rights abuses in India. The Bible is back on the shelves of all libraries in the Davis School District. The suburban Salt Lake City District made news earlier this month when, following its own new guidelines about sexual and violent content, it removed the Bible from elementary and middle school libraries. But now the Davis School Board has reversed that decision. This is USA News. Newsmax TV is exploding and everyone's talking about it. Now a survey finds that 30 million Americans are watching Newsmax TV all the time. Millions are turning off Fox and President Trump says he loves Newsmax. So watch it and make sure you vote in Newsmax's national poll asking about President Trump conceding the election. It takes a minute. Just text the word NORTH to 39747 and vote instantly. President Trump wants to know your opinion. So text NORTH to 39747. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. The American Medical Association is calling on health professionals to stop reporting pregnant women who abuse drugs. The thinking is reporting discourages some of those women from getting help. They fear they'll go to jail or lose custody of their child. After the Club Q mass shootings in Colorado Springs last year, a group called Colorado Healing Fund raised about $3 million to help survivors. But some of them say the fund is not paying out more than one million it still has. It's been seven months since this tragedy happened, and we are still here having to fight for the exact same thing. Shooting victim John Arcediano is among those asking for more help. So is Adriana Vance, whose son was among those killed at Club Q. These people just need to release the money that was raised so that everybody can, can go on and heal however they need to. The Healing Fund's executive director says the money's been set aside to help those with what he calls future trauma. Shoplifting has gotten so bad at some clothing stores, they're closing the fitting rooms. That's even the case at some Goodwill stores. One manager says shoplifting nearly doubled in the first half of last year. One retailer that doesn't have to worry about shoplifting is Amazon. The online giant's annual big sale is coming up. Amazon Prime Day, which is actually two days, happens July 11th and 12th. And even those two days are not the whole promotion. Early deals will show up on the Amazon site as early as this week. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier.
Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Hour number two of three underway. Uh, Memphis men's basketball coach Penny Hardaway. Remember him? Pretty good NBA player. He will not coach the first three games of the upcoming season. This comes from the NCAA. They said in a press release, quote, men's basketball coaches committed recruiting violations when they participated in two impermissible in-home recruiting visits with the prospects during his junior year of high school because of his personal involvement in the violations and failure to monitor his staff the men's basketball head coach also violated head coach responsibility rules so this is the second time that they've uh, suspended uh, hardaway they're going to pay a five thousand dollar fine and uh, also be on a one-year probationary uh period the second of course the first time was the james wiseman deal um, so, uh, they also said the head coach bears ultimate responsibility for what occurred in his program. He could have taken steps to prevent the violations from occurring, but did not. <laughs> and so, uh, Memphis uh, apparently has agreed with the penalties. What else are they going to say? I mean, they have to get in on it. So listen the the tigers are coming off a season where they went 26 and 9 they went to march madness for the second year uh in a row um they're going to be a contender in the aac that's the american athletic conference and next season will be his uh sixth there at his uh alma mater all right tune in app iHeartRadio app stitcher app or ways of listening to the show also crn digital plus two the cable radio network channel two on your cable providers 35 million homes homes also you can go to sportsbyline.com click listen live and email rick at sportsbyline.com big shout out to our troops as they always do at the top of each and every hour listening on the american forces radio network wherever you might happen to be in europe or Africa or Asia, maybe stateside. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. Uh, Twitter is at Rick Tittle and the Facebook page, the fan page, Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. We got another two hours. Come on back. 
Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-345-2789. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-345-2789. 800-345-2789. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 831 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 That's 800-754-4531 Everyone watches more than 5 hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television we are dish tv 800-293-0328 800-293-0328 800-293-0328 that's 800-293-0328 hour two of titillating sports you thought it couldn't get any better but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Couldn't get any better. But it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, uh, check me out. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know, we love bringing in the comedians, and uh, especially when they're uh, local, because uh, coming up at the uh, punchline tonight, we are going to be having the lovely and talented Corinda Dobbins. Corinda, welcome to the show, The Punchline, one of the iconic clubs in America. Pretty exciting, huh? 
Yeah, I'm really excited to uh, get on stage tonight. Thank you guys for having me. Sure. So, you know, I, the thing I love about comedians, too, is that Jerry Seinfeld said there's no grad school for it. So it's just whatever you whatever, you know, background you have, they sort of we kind of find you if you're funny. So was it the case for you where your friends told you get up on stage or did you think, no, I'm getting up on stage? <laughs> actually, I had friends tell me uh, to get on stage. They actually found my first open mic. So, yeah. How scary was that first one? Oh, man. It was, um, you know, I wrote for about a month uh, before I did it, and I got up and I was like, I'm going to bomb, and then my friends are going to stop asking me to go on stage. Like, this is like this is going to be it. But um, I actually went on stage, and I did really well. And, and, it's, and in stand-up, you know, it's kind of like drug. Like, once you get your first hit, you know, you just keep you keep chasing that high, man. Did anybody take you under their wing? Did anybody give you some good advice, or did you get any pushback? Um, you know, I had, I had a couple of comedians take me under their wing. Um, Marta Gomez, um, who was an icon um, in, in San Francisco, and uh, W. Kamal Bell. You know, he kind of took me on the road with him, and, um, you know, I kind of learned the ropes on the road because, you know, it's very different when you get out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love You w. better be I mean, ready for anything. Yeah. No, I, I've had him on the show, and uh, W. Kamau Bell is a great guy. And also just the – he's just one of those guys. I mean, he, there's no such thing, I think, as a, a dumb comedian. You have to have so much in, in intelligence to kind of figure it out too as well. And, um, you know, what, what were some of maybe the tips he gave you on the way up? Um. I mean, I think mainly is that, you know, you got to work hard on your craft and you got to cultivate your audience. You know, that's um, a lot of people kind of disregard the business side of comedy, but, you know, it's really important because <laughs> you could be really funny, but you're performing to, you know, to people if you don't really understand that you got to cultivate your audience and, and you know, get their emails, let them know when you're coming to a city, um, you know, get the information out about your album, your everything, you know what I mean? You just got to stay engaged with your audience. What about, uh, you know, social media-wise? I know some comedians will just hire, like, a kid to do all their TikTok stuff, like find a couple of little bits or crowd work, whatever, and just post the heck out of it. Yeah, actually, you know, I've tried TikTok. Maybe I got to get my daughter to help me, but... Um, TikTok is like, um, it's like a foreign land to me. Uh, but I, I got, I got to figure that out. Cause so many people are going viral on TikTok. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, a couple of people that you've uh, opened for, I've had in studio, Roy Wood and Gina Yashere. And I know you've opened for Chappelle. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, when, when you think about those crowds and, and some of the things that you've learned just in the in the green room, is it is it a lot of camaraderie or is it kind of like, you know, keep to yourself type of thing? Oh, no, no, it's, it's definitely camaraderie. You know, Dave Chappelle definitely dropped some jewels on me, Roy Wood. I mean, Gina, they, they've all given me, like, things that I've, like, tucked away in my little pocket. I just pull them out, you know, when I need them. But, yeah, I mean, they've definitely, um, you know, they, they share with younger comics. You know, all comics don't do that, but those three, they definitely – they definitely try to help younger comics and, and anybody they can, you know, that, that wants to be in this business of comedy. 
Corinda Dobbins is with us. She's at the punchline tonight. She also has an album from Blonde Medicine called Black and Blue, which came out last year. Um, and nowadays, I guess, you know, when I was a kid, you'd buy Steve Martin's album on vinyl and you would just play it. But now Pandora, Spotify, mm-hmm. iTunes, I mean, you, they could, this can go everywhere, right? Yeah, it, it, I'm definitely on all the platforms. But, you know, there's there's a certain segment of our society they want the physical product again you know they want that vinyl and go home and put it on the on the record player and and it sounds you know different so i feel like you know comedy albums are kind of making a comeback um you know people it's retro like they want (laughs) anything from back in the day now people want to they want to grab it i know rotary phones i did enough (laughs) of that as a kid flip phones are coming back everything I want to ask you about one track because, uh, you know, I know you spent time here in San Francisco. Um, well, a couple tracks because I'm an Oakland guy. You got one track called Old Oakland, New Oakland, and then you have another one called Tenderloin Discounts. What What are those two chunks about? Well, uh, the Old Oakland, New Oakland is really just about how it's kind of turning into two different cities. You know, it's kind of like the Old Oakland that's like gritty and like, dangerous but still fun and it's like the new Oakland you know like with all the hipsters and the vintage shops and the organic pet stores uh, it's really just about me wanting if something happens to me in Oakland like I want it to happen in old Oakland you know what I mean because mm-hmm. I can understand the danger there I don't want it to happen in new Oakland where like I get shanked by a hipster you know what I'm saying like I don't want to I don't want my life to end like that my family wouldn't even come to my funeral I don't think um <laughs> Well, I'm bleeding out from a dude who stabbed me with an ironic T-shirt. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Where did you grow up? Actually, I grew up in Detroit, but I lived in Oakland for 14 years, and now I'm in L.A. Okay. Where in Oakland were were you living? Uh, I was near the Mormon Temple. Oh, wow. You're up there in, uh, like, off Lincoln? No, 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 no. Go down the hill. I can't afford to live up the hill. Just you just go down a little bit. <laughs> just keep going down. I just live in, yeah, yeah. You I just live in go Redwood down that Heights, street. which is just yeah. below Highway 13, yeah. Right, right. Nice. All right, well, uh, tell us about what we got in store tonight for the, uh, for the punchline. Oh, man. Um, you know, we're going to have a good time. You know, I've been... I'm almost not been studying my set because I've been following the the Titanic uh, at the depths of. Uh, <laughs> I've been oh, following that story. <laughs> I know I've been following that story, you know, all night. So, um, but yeah, you know, I'm just going to talk about my experiences in LA and you know trying to you know get into the the movie industry and you know my mom just got a cat, so that's been uh, interesting. Um, just you know, my life experiences. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun ride. Obviously, I gotta talk about San Francisco. A lot, a lot is changing there too. Um, every time I come back, it's, it's, it's you know, five new things. Well, it's a ghost town full of doo doo. Other than that, it's great. Everybody, check out Corinda Dobbins. <laughs> I just keep seeing these videos of people stealing stuff in San Francisco. That's all. <laughs> that's oh all they're God. posting. Right down here on Battery Street, you can get your uh, <laughs> tickets there. Punchline, the show is at, the door is at 7, the show is at 8. Hey, Corinda, have fun tonight. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. We're going to have fun. I appreciate All it. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on the other side with director Stephen Kajak.
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating.
Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. There is an HBO original documentary coming to HBO and uh, also streaming on Max called Rock Hudson, All That Heaven Allowed. It will debut a week from today on June 28th, and we're here with director Stephen, I'm going to say Kijak. How do you say it, Stephen? He is just having a banner day. Stephen, are you there? Stephen? All right, we have some sort of uh, communication deal. We will get to it in just a second. Okay, um, we can hear you now. Stephen, are you there? I'm here. And how do you, do you I'm sorry, are you Kijak, Kijak? How do you say your name? It's Kayak. Kayak. All right, very good. Uh, as I mentioned, directing, uh, directing All That Heaven Allowed coming out on the 28th on HBO and streaming on Max. Uh, I'm old enough to remember Rock Hudson at, at my age, and I uh, the first thing I thought of before the virus and all that was a movie called Hornet's Nest that he did where he's a paratrooper in World War II and these these Italian orphans save him, and then he hands out MP40s to all the little Italian kids and as, as a kid thinking about fighting world war two with my own submachine gun. That was the first thing I thought of when you hear rock Hudson, what was the first thing you thought of? Wow, man, that's a deep cut. Um, the first thing I think of honestly are all those wacky Douglas Sirk melodramas. You know, I think I was more interested in the filmmakers he worked with than him as a, as an actor, you know, like the Sirk stuff was so, just cool and weird and have been reappraised, you know, and Todd Haynes had kind of done his own postmodern version of them with uh, far from heaven. So that's what I think of, you know, all like the, the film that gives inspired our title, all that heaven allows is just one of those ones you can watch like a hundred times and always find something new and interesting in it. I know you only got a couple of minutes, but I wonder who, who told Roy Fitzgerald that he's now named Rock Hudson? That, by all accounts, would have been his manager, Henry Wilson, who had a tendency to find hot young men off the hay truck or fresh out of the service, gave them crazy new names, uh, butched them up and turned them into movie stars. Um and truly rock was his greatest creation. Absolute stroke of genius to combine the rock of Gibraltar and the Hudson River to give us this, you know, icon of, of heterosexual virility. Uh, one of the biggest, butchest, most handsome movie stars of his day. No doubt. And when did you think, you know what, we all know who Rock Hudson is, but we we don't. We need to unearth some stuff. We need to tell a new tale. We need to make this documentary. What was the genesis behind it? It was, you know, my producers kind of developed it, but I and originally it was called The Accidental Activist, and it really leaned on the the eighties and you know the importance of his disclosure of, you know, having AIDS, being a gay man, what that meant in nineteen eighty five. It was a cultural earthquake, you know, mm -hmm. at the time. But I thought it'd be nice to kind of broaden the scope a bit, really look at the whole career and just what the life of the Hollywood closet was like, given where we're at now culturally in this sort of wave of anti-gay, anti-LGBTQ backlash. Uh, I just don't think there's a better time to tell stories of our elders, you know, and like just learn about what it was like back then. 
because history is bizarrely repeating itself. Yeah, I know you got to run. So last question for you. What was the, the most, I don't know, shocking or surprising thing you found out when you did the uh, the deeper dive on Rock Hudson? I would say it's how much I actually enjoy watching Pretty Maids all in a row. Mm. If you know, you know. <laughs> it's just, you know, Roger Vadim's movie he did after Barbarella starring Rock Hudson and Angie Dickinson. Just do wow. yourself a favor. Just do yourself a favor. It's so wrong. It's right. It's It's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we just had a couple minutes there with director Stephen kayak the movie is called rock hudson all that haven't allowed it's an hbo original it was at tribeca it's going to premiere a week from today and of course streaming on max Stephen, congratulations on the film thanks for coming by thank you very much pleasure talking to you all right there he is uh, 1-800-878-PLAY is the uh, number to get in and uh, get heard <clears throat> as we get to the and we're at the halfway point of the show. All these interviews I've done, and I'm only halfway done. Come on in and be a part of it. 1-800-878-PLAY, baby. Um, by the way, next segment, uh, we'll have uh, Sam Pollard with us, who is uh, one of the more uh, accomplished and important uh, documentarians, especially uh, in the African-American community. What he's been able to do has been pretty prolific, Um we were talking earlier about the one that he just did on uh, Bill Russell, but he has one about called The League. And uh, we will talk to him in the next segment. But the NBA draft is tomorrow. And the NBA draft, um, I, I want to say it's the most boring because it's only two rounds. But MLB and hockey drafts are way worse. First of all, the hockey draft is the worst because these guys go back not only to juniors, they'll go back to college. They'll go back to Michigan or BU or whatever. Like, what the hell? In other words, baseball. And (laughs) baseball is a little bit better because you might get a college kid you'll see in a year. I mean, you think about this guy that was just uh, called up by the Pirates, uh, Henry Davis. He was the number one overall pick three years ago. He really hasn't been doing that great in the minors. But you had to wait three years for him. Um, and so, I, you know, the NBA draft, I remember when it was double-digit rounds, and then they cut it to five round, to seven rounds, and they cut it to f- uh, five rounds. I mean, there used to be like 16 rounds, 20 rounds, and now it's two rounds. And it's not even all the guys you've seen in March Madness. A lot of it is uh, foreign guys. And, of course, now we have these leagues where you don't have to do a one-and-done. You can just concentrate on being a pro. Like we saw last year when the Warriors drafting Jonathan Kaminga. And now you have the Thompson twins, hold me now, out of San Leandro uh, with Ignite. And... But it's still the second best. I mean, the NFL draft is – you can take all the other drafts of any sport in the world and they don't equal the NFL draft. <clears throat> That's the only one where a guy is going to get drafted and he is going to start a no minor leagues. But as with any draft, you get risers and fallers. Now, this is one of these drafts. You know that the Spurs have the first pick when it's a big man who is unequivocally the best guy. That's when you know. And you think about David Robinson got a couple rings. Tim Duncan got like five rings. They're both Hall of Famers. And, of course, Victor Wimbanyama talked about it yesterday. Will he live up to the hype? Well, how could he possibly live up to the hype? He would have to be like Tim Duncan to live up to the hype. But 
from all I'm seeing from all the rumors, take it for what it's worth here, but Scoot Henderson is going to go two to Charlotte, even though Brandon Miller fits better here. If you think about the, you know, the redundancy, he's going to play with LaMelo ball, but apparently they really, really like him. And then Brandon Miller out of Alabama, despite some ugliness and tragedy off the court that he's been associated with, he'll probably end up going to Portland at three. And you think about Lillard and Simons in the backcourt. This is if they don't package Simons. We were talking about one of those rumors for um, out of bio. But Miller is a shot creator. He's a three and D wing. He will fit very well. Then you get Eamon Thompson, um, <clears throat> probably Taylor Hendricks, Cam Whitmore, Osar Thompson, and then Anthony Black. That You can mix and match some of those one way or the other. And we heard rumors that there uh, is a team that wants to move up to get Anthony Black in the top six if he's still there. But after that, I mean, you really could say after – um, the third pick, we know who the top three are. And after that, it's going to be, uh, a hodgepodge, but really after eight, then you start getting into the Jerish walkers, the Derek Livelys, Grady, Dick, Bilal, Kulabali, Kaysen Wallace, Kobe Bufkin. That's a great name. Jalen hood. Shafino is another great name. A kid out of, uh, Indiana, Leonard Miller, uh, this guy was also G League Ignite. But as I say in these names, you're like, who? These are all first-round picks. Jordan Hawkins out of UConn, the sophomore. Chris Murray out of Iowa. The Warriors <clears throat> actually will be picking 19th. And I saw a couple of – and I've been looking at some of these names, obviously. But the one I saw lately was Keontae George. And Keontae George, some people think, should be in the uh, top 10. But what he is, uh, he went to Baylor for one year, and he's a shooting guard. Do we really need another shooting guard? And I say we as a Warrior fan, when you got Clay and then you got <laughs> Jordan Poole. Well, here's the other thing. Just take the best basketball player. Because to me, it makes more sense a ball to take Bryce sense a ball, who is the small forward out of Ohio State, who is a fantastic catch and shoot player who shot over 40% from three. Now, if you're the Warriors, wouldn't you rather have that guy? That sounds like a guy who could back up uh, Wiggins. But then again, maybe they'll fall in love with the quote unquote, the big man. They'll go for Noah Clowney out of Alabama. We'll talk about it tomorrow. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back on the other side with Sam Pollard right here on Sports Violent. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. 
Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number. They'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. This report is sponsored by Amazon. Did you know that more than 60% of sales in Amazon's store are from independent sellers? Most of which are small and medium-sized businesses. Amazon released their annual Small Business Empowerment Report, sharing that Amazon's U.S. independent sellers sold more than 4.1 billion products in 2022. That's an average of 7,800 products a minute. Selling an Amazon store has enabled independent sellers to create an estimated 1.5 million jobs in the U.S., fueling economic opportunities in local communities around the country. Matt Slykus, resident of San Antonio, Texas and owner of Boldly Growing, said, For small business owners, Amazon has really leveled that playing field and made success possible for just about anyone who's willing to put in the effort to learn and bring their product to market. To discover products from small businesses, including black, military and women-owned businesses, visit Amazon.com slash support small. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. One of the most accomplished documentarians of all time, Sam Pollard, is nice enough to drop by the show again. He has a new film called The League, 
which made its world premiere at Tribeca, and there will be an exclusive theatrical engagement here in the Bay Area on July 9th, 10th, and 12th. Sam, welcome back to the show. And, and uh, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about the Bill Russell documentary, and uh, I ate that up in uh, one evening. First of all, well done on that one. Thank, thank you very much, Ray. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay, the league uh, utilizing some newly discovered archival footage. Tell us a little bit more about uh, how this all came to fruition, please. Well, it all began around 2017 when a young man named Byron Motley reached out to me and his dad, Bob Motley, had been a Negro League umpire and they had written a book about his dad's adventures as an umpire in the Negro Leagues. And he had also interviewed a lot of former players from Max Manning to Monty Irvin to Willie Mays, all Negro League players. And he thought it'd be a great documentary and I should direct it. And we started the process of beating the bushes, trying to find the money, raise the money to do the documentary. And about three and a half years later, we were able to attract this company, Radical, who brought in Magnolia and his other company, 2929, and Play Action to help bankroll the documentary. And it took us about a year to finish the whole film. And uh, we had a great archival producer, Helen Russell, who was able to find a lot of this footage that you know, that I had never seen before, which is like some amazing stuff. And one of the contributors to this film is a wonderful poet named Quincy Troop, whose dad, whose also name is Quincy Troop, was a catcher in the Negro Leagues. And he had also documented his experiences as a Negro League ball player. So it's, uh, it was one of these experiences where I was, you know, very surprised and very happy to see footage that I had never even seen before. You know, it's kind of fitting this interview because just today it was confirmed by Major League Baseball that uh, next year at this time, the Giants and the Cardinals will play a regular season game at Rickwood Field, the oldest professional field, the former home of the Birmingham Black Barons and the Negro Leagues, where Willie Mays got his start. Willie Mays, 92 years old. Um, what do you think about that game down there? I think that's fantastic, man. And we shot some recreations in Rickwood Stadium. And I think it's a very appropriate place to play a major league game, you know, uh, and uh, people, if, if the fans come out, the fans will come out, they'll have a lot of fun, you know, because it was a wonderful experience to spend. We spent three and a half days shooting recreations with young African-American ball players from a nearby college. And it was great seeing them practice their skills and emulate people like Cool Papa Bell and Josh Gibson and Satchel Paige. You know, growing up as a kid uh, in the 70s, that was the one name that people would always tell me about, Josh Gibson, Josh Gibson, like that guy, if he only could have played in the major leagues. And we've heard that about so many other players. But when, when I say Josh Gibson to you, what, what pops into your head? Well, what pops to me is that he was some phenomenal hitter. And as you saw in the film, we compared his, you know, his, his batting average you know, his batting skill to that and Barry Bonds and I forget who the other person we compared him to, but he was on par with major league ball players. And if he had had an opportunity in his earlier part of his career to be a part of major leagues, he would have really set some records, you know, and probably would surpass Babe Ruth before Hank Aaron did it many years later. So, you know, it was it's an opportunity always to 
to learn some new stories about some different people that you thought you knew a little bit about, but you learned more, or find out find out about people you never heard about, never knew until you started working on this film. For example, Effa Manley. I didn't know that she was an owner of the Newark Eagles and that she was very involved in how Negro League players were being taken in by the major leagues and not compens and the major league owners not compensating the Negro League owners for taking their players from stealing their players. Wow. You know, uh, by the way, we are speaking with Sam Pollard, the new documentary, The League from Magnolia Pictures. Um, I know you've unearthed some never be seen, uh, never before seen interviews with people like Buck O'Neill. And I remember it was about, I don't know, it was whenever the uh, Ken Burns thing came out Baseball. and Buck O'Neill, everyone was, you know, seeing what a fantastic personality he was. And I was at a batting practice before a Padres game at Petco against the Phillies and he was standing behind the the backstop and the batting cage, I should say. And um, somebody introduced me. They said, hey, this is Buck O'Neill. And I went to shake his hand and he put his hand way up. He goes, high five. And I put my hand up and he almost ripped my arm off. It was the, the hardest <laughs> high five I ever have. <laughs> I thought, oh my God, this elderly man, he's like strong as an oak tree. And just that infectious smile. Um, I always thought it was terrible that w when he got to introduce a lot of people to get into the Hall of Fame and then they had to put him in posthumously, I wish he could have done it. But but, but for you, um, you know, Buck O'Neill, a personality like that that we know, but as you said, a lot of ones that we don't know. So who were some of the fun ones you got to uncover? Max Manning, uh, who I never really knew much about, but it was great to learn about him in this film. Buck Leonard, who I knew about, but not a lot. You know, uh, Rube Foster, who, if, if it wasn't for Rube Foster, it would not have been a Negro National League. Mm. You know, Gus Greenlee, who owned the Pittsburgh Crawfords, and Composey, who owned the Homestead Grays. These are men that I didn't know as much about. It was great to really unfold, un, you know, peel, peel back their stories and learn more about all of these men. And Effa Manley, who I didn't, I didn't know her story at all. So this was a great revelation. When I think about the economics of the the Negro Leagues, how much of it were white entrepreneurs milking off of it, or was it completely black-owned and operated? It was a combination. There were some white owners who owned Negro League teams, but there were also black owners like Cum and, and Gus and Effa who owned teams too. And earlier in the 20s was Rube. So you know, it wasn't all white people owning these Negro League teams. Black people own the leagues, some of these teams also. Mm -hmm. And I know that you're a lifelong Cardinals fan. Just as an aside, the last place Cardinals, are they going to turn that around? How are you feeling about it? I hope so, man. Who knows? Who knows? You know, I grew up being such a diehard Cardinals fan in 1964 because of my dad. My dad was a huge Cardinals fan. And then that team you know, is a symbol of what the impact of integration could do because they had, that 64 team had Brock, had Kurt Flood, had Bill White, had Bob Gibson. Those are some phenomenal players, man. Great ball players. I used to play baseball at Kurt Flood Field in Oakland, what he meant to free agency, and I, I got to know I Orlando know. Cepeda. A lot of people with the Giants think the worst trade they ever did was given the baby bowl. <laughs> over to uh, St. Louis. St. Louis, uh, I know. Yeah, another guy who's just maybe the nicest guy I ever met was Orlando Cepeda. Oh, really? Good. 
Yeah, fantastic. All right, so if you had, let's just say, Sam, maybe five minutes of this film that you like, you, you have to see this. It's the most poignant part. Can you think about what that is? Oh, I would say for me, the most poignant part would be the Ethel Manley story about dealing with Branch Rickey. Mm. I think that's the most poignant part. You know, it's just, it's it uncovers uh, another aspect of Branch Rickey that no one knew about. And I find it really fascinating. And when she makes that, when she says that line, like they were rats, you know, like fleeing a, fleeing a ship, it's just so great. You know, talking about the Negro League ball players when they were given the, the opportunity to go into the major leagues. You know, well, that's the best part for me. Good stuff from Magnolia Pictures. The League, as I said, made its world premiere at Tribeca, an exclusive theatrical engagement, July 9th, 10th, and 12th at the AMC Metreon here in the city at uh, the East Ridge in San Jose and over on Bay Street in Emeryville uh, as well. We've been speaking with award-winning director Sam Pollard. Sam, congratulations on the film. Thanks for coming by. My pleasure, Rick. Thank you. Have a good day. <clears throat> no doubt. And uh, for people who were wondering what part Sports Byline had in the uh, the Bill Russell uh, interview, or I should say documentary, were some old interviews that he had done with Ron. So Ron Barr, some of the uh, the audio there. And so just for fun, at the end of it, I thought, oh, let's see where it says Sports Byline. It said 9 million companies. <laughs> and I did see Sports Byline USA, but they, I mean, I just think about the work that Sam Pollard does. And uh, Spike Lee calls him the greatest filmmaker uh, in history, uh, just to tell you. And uh, is also a, a fantastic uh, editor uh, as well. Uh, but uh, anyway, 1-800-878-PLAY to get in. 1-800-878-7529. <clears throat> just as we, you know, as I was mentioning uh, his uh, Cardinals and MLB, um, I think there are a lot of people who think that St. Louis might be sellers at the deadline. And I think those people are wrong. They don't understand the mentality of the Cardinals. You you have to win, right? And you think about all the money they have invested in that team right now with Goldie and Arenado. But just think about the young talent. Lars Newtbar, who played for Japan in the World Baseball Classic, uh, won it all. Uh, Jordan Walker, Nolan Gorman, and they're playing 400 ball. If this holds up right now, this will be the worst season for the history for the Cardinals since World War One. So they have not been this bad in our lifetime. This is what I was saying to Mark Mulder. How is it that they're in last place in late June, 1918? It's the last time they've played 411 ball uh, right now. So who could you trade to buy? And that's the thing. You're not trading. Uh, you're not selling off. You're trading to buy. Well, I mean, you can think about guys in walk years. Jordan Montgomery, the lefty starter. Jack Flaherty, the right-hander. Jordan Hicks, Chris Statton. I mean, Adam Wainwright is technically in a walk year just because he signed a one-year extension and he didn't retire with Pujols and Molina last year. But you could also look at Paul DeYoung, 
who's a very good shortstop. He's got a little pop in his bat as well. He's got two more years of team control. I mentioned Tyler O'Neill since he's lazy, according to Marmol. Uh, Harrison Bader. Uh, you think about that's re- worth recalling last season that the Yanks and Cards paired up for a pretty noteworthy trade that got Harrison Brader in the Bronx and then brought Montgomery to St. Louis. So if John Mazeliak, who's been there forever, I mean, it, it, just think about this team. Tommy Edmond, Brandon Donovan, Ryan Helsey. I have no idea. I, I mean, I don't know how the skipper still has his job is what I can say. All right, let's take a quick break. We will come on back on Sports Byline USA. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back, but you're going to love it and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running 
running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078 To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. his servants thank you for that we got a couple minutes left in the uh, <clears throat> hour we still got hour three there'll be a lot of open lines there you know as futile as the a's have been and what's interesting is they've been pitching really well for the last almost three weeks they just i mean they've been losing one run games left and right that's still a loss is a loss it's kind of crazy but the kansas city royals royals are also pathetic beyond belief they're 20 and 53 and Jordan Lyles who's the third guy in their rotation actually now has a pretty bad streak to his name he has made 15 starts and the Royals have lost all 15 that's the longest streak to start a season in the history of Major League Baseball he himself is 0-11 with a 6-7-2 and yeah, and that's just uh, that's that stinks for him. <laughs> oh, and eleven, but this guy has been in the big leagues um, for a long time. I mean, he was a Rocky, he was a Padre, he was a Brewer, he was on the Rangers, he was on the the Orioles as well. But uh, he's never been this horrific. He's always been kind of a 500 pitcher, but yeah, 0 and 11 is not good. I'm Rick Tuttle, hour three next. Come on back on Sports Bot. News. I'm Rich Johnson. There may be some walk back to reports earlier today that an airplane hunting for that missing sub near the Titanic detected banging in the ocean. 
NBC correspondent Ron Allen's in St. John's, Newfoundland. Describing what was heard as noises and sounds is more accurate than banging, which is what uh, how it was reported earlier. It's unclear exactly when this happened. Uh, these reports have been happening over the past 48 hours or so, and it's unclear exactly when these sounds were heard. It's believed the five men on board the submersible have less than a day's worth of oxygen as the massive search and rescue operation continues in the North Atlantic. The special prosecutor who looked into the FBI's handling of its investigation of alleged ties between the 2016 Trump campaign and Russia says the FBI was negligent. John Durham tells the House Oversight Committee he heard that from FBI agents. I have had um, any number of FBI agents um, who I've worked with over the years, some of them are retired, some are still in place, who have come to me and apologized for the manner in which uh, that investigation was undertaken. And the top Democrat on the oversight panel, New York's Jerry Nadler, says Durham never found what Republicans hoped he would find. He cannot dispute a single conclusion in the Mueller report. He cannot prove a magnificent deep state conspiracy. President Biden's heading back to Washington and a White House dinner with India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Some Democrats plan to boycott Modi's speech in Congress tomorrow, protesting alleged human rights abuses in India. The Bible is back on the shelves of all libraries in the Davis School District. The suburban Salt Lake City District made news earlier this month when, following its own new guidelines about sexual and violent content, it removed the Bible from elementary and middle school libraries. But now the Davis School Board has reversed that decision. This is USA News. Newsmax TV is exploding and everyone's talking about it. Now a survey finds that 30 million Americans are watching Newsmax TV all the time. Millions are turning off Fox and President Trump says he loves Newsmax. So watch it and make sure you vote in Newsmax's national poll asking about President Trump conceding the election. It takes a minute. Just text the word NORTH to 39747 and vote instantly. President Trump wants to know your opinion. So text NORTH to 39747. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. The American Medical Association is calling on health professionals to stop reporting pregnant women who abuse drugs. The thinking is reporting discourages some of those women from getting help. They fear they'll go to jail or lose custody of their child. After the Club Q mass shootings in Colorado Springs last year, a group called Colorado Healing Fund raised about $3 million to help survivors. But some of them say the fund is not paying out more than one million it still has. It's been seven months since this tragedy happened, and we are still here having to fight for the exact same thing. Shooting victim John Arcediano is among those asking for more help. So is Adriana Vance, whose son was among those killed at Club Q. These people just need to release the money that was raised so that everybody can, can go on and heal however they need to. The Healing Fund's executive director says the money's been set aside to help those with what he calls future trauma. Shoplifting has gotten so bad at some clothing stores, they're closing the fitting rooms. That's even the case at some Goodwill stores. One manager says shoplifting nearly doubled in the first half of last year. 
One retailer that doesn't have to worry about shoplifting is Amazon. The online giant's annual big sale is coming up. Amazon Prime Day, which is actually two days, happens July 11th and 12th. And even those two days are not the whole promotion. Early deals will show up on the Amazon site as early as this week. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. We got a full hour to go. Maybe we'll have a pro wagering guy coming up after the break. We'll see. <clears throat> Not confirmed, but even if we do from 1125 Pacific time onwards, uh, it's all open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. By the way, I was talking yesterday about Luis Arias. No one has been hitting 400 this late in the season since Nomar Garcia-Para back in uh, 2000, I believe. But if you go by his uh, average plus, which is his 160, that means he's hitting 60% better than the league average. And that would be the highest uh, average plus since 1903. So think about the average batting order, and he's 60% higher, 1903, which is uh, pretty uh, amazing. And the highest we've had since then was Ted Williams with a 148 average plus back in 1957 when he hit 388. But remember, Ted Williams, a guy who could have sat down and taken his 300 because he was hitting like 3994. Four, four, whatever, and he went out there and goes, no, I'm playing. Ended up hitting 403. <clears throat> of course, this is a guy who was a Marine pilot in the Korean War, 
his wingmen, John Glenn and Buzz Aldrin. A couple of famous guys there. First American in space and the second guy to walk on the moon. And of course, Ted Williams was the leader of those guys. Could you imagine Barry Bonds being a fighter pilot now? Probably not. And no offense to him. I mean, who would be? But um, it's an amazing stat. But I'll always, uh, you know, George Brett was fighting Ricky Henderson the last day of the season. I forgot what year it was, maybe 90 or 91. And George Brett didn't play that day because he didn't want his average to go down. And say what you want about George Brett, but I always thought that Ted Williams would never have done that. George Brett didn't want to ruin it, so he sat down. And yes, he won the American League batting crown by not batting. I'm Rick Tittle. We got another hour. Come on back. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-345-2789. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems. And if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for you your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-345-2789. That's 800-345-2789. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com, and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72-33, and and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movement. Learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99. Plus special financing ends Monday. See store for details. 
titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that. Uh, J.D. Sharp will join us in the next segment, talk a little Major League Baseball. So we do have some open lines if you'd like to get in at 1-800-878-PLAY. The Women's World Cup is uh, coming up this summer. And the head coach, Vlatko Ondanovsky, he chose his uh, 23 players, and we now know uh, who they are. And we'll have 14 players who'll be making their World Cup debut, which just shows how strong a program we have uh, in this uh, country. Uh, And the United States will begin July 21st against Vietnam. I'm going to say they're going to win that game, but I want to knock on wood because you never know in sports. But the Women's World Cup, the very first one ever, I remember I helped broadcast that, at least stateside, Sports Channel America. It was in China. It was in 1991. And, yes, I was working in TV then. And the United States won. And I remember a couple games, Michelle Akers stall for the United States. She kicked the ball, and the goalie for the other team was like five foot three. And I'm not exaggerating. She was like five foot three, and she would jump her highest, and the ball would just go over her head. And the U.S. would win like 6 nothing. They'd take their foot off the gas. But I kind of thought, wake me up <clears throat> when this is a competition. Because outside of Germany and some Scandinavian countries, every other country regarded it as the sport that the toughest guys play. And so, so many females were afraid that they were going to lose their femininity or they were going to get teased. And so they were discouraged. Discouraged. Countries like England and Italy and Spain, if you play soccer, you're butch, you're, you know, you're a lesbian, you're a boy, you're a disgrace, and <clears throat> all these things that people uh, you know, and look, nowadays, if you're a lesbian, you're you're proud of it, but and as you should be, you should always be proud to be who you are, who yourself is. But in some of these very traditional countries, you know, a lot of girls shied away from the sport. And so the Women's World Cup was a little bit of a joke the first time around because outside of Germany and, and Sweden and Denmark and maybe the Netherlands, a lot of countries didn't take it seriously. Well, it was several World Cups ago where there is some parity now in teams in Asia. And the Brazilians finally started letting their girls play. And in Japan and in Asia, like I said, they uh, promoted women's athletics. You know, in Germany, they always had. But we finally started having a real World Cup with fantastic skill. And that World Cup in Germany, not the men, but the women, the one where the U.S. lost the final to Japan, it was amazing. And I've had many of those athletes on the show over the years. And I remember... um, when I was interviewing Hope Solo and I talked about Megan Rapinoe's left-footed cross to Abby Wambach's head and just the inch-perfect, beautiful pass and header at the near post. And Hope Solo said on my show, you just gave me chills thinking about it again. So the Women's World Cup, especially last year or the last time around playing in England, I mean, it's just, it is must-see TV. And it gets better numbers than the men. 
And so with that, let's take a look at the roster. <clears throat> the goalkeepers. Aubrey Kingsbury. She will be making her first World Cup. She only has one cap. Casey Murphy all has 14 caps. It's all about Alyssa Nair. Alyssa Nair has 90 caps, and she this is her fourth World Cup. Defensively, Alana Cook. This is her second one. Crystal Dunn, who's been on this show. This will be her third World Cup. Emily Fox, her second World Cup. Naomi Girma, her second World Cup. Sofia Huerta, her second World Cup. One of my favorites, Kelly O'Hara out of Stanford. This will be her fifth World Cup. She has 157 caps and three goals from the back. Emily Sonnet will be making her third World Cup. <clears throat> In the midfield, Savannah DeMello will be making her second. Julie Ertz, of course, we know um, she went to Santa Clara and married the former Stanford tight end, Zach Ertz. This is her fourth World Cup. Lindsay Horan with her third. Rose Lavelle, who I love Rose Lavelle because she just looks like you would just, you know, blow in her direction and she would break her leg. She's just the most fragile looking thing and she couldn't be more the opposite. Just tough, really savvy forward. This will be her third World Cup. Christy Mewis, her second. Ashley Sanchez, her second. And Andy Sullivan, this is her second. <clears throat> we also will have uh, Alex Morgan. Uh, this will be her fourth World Cup, as will be Megan Rapino up front. Trinity Rodman makes her debut. Sophia Smith makes her debut. Alyssa Thompson makes her debut. And Lynn Williams makes her debut as well. <clears throat> so the thing is interesting is that when you look at a men's World Cup, you see what the club team is. And almost always, you know, the club. Maybe if you're looking at a team from Asia or Africa, you might not know the club but here are some of them washington spirit north carolina courage chicago red stars ol rain portland thorns i've heard of them north carolina courage san diego wave new york new jersey gotham fc racing louisville fc angel city fc Olympique de Lyon. Well, I know that one. Up, oh, your phone's ringing. Rose Lavelle. Also, Christy Mewis. Where's that coming from? She's from uh, New York, New Jersey, Gotham. Ashley Sanchez from Washington Spirit. Um, a couple of Washington Spirits there. Uh, you've got, um, all right, I think those are all the clubs. I have no idea where that's coming from. <laughs> but it is freaking relentless. <laughs> Absolutely relentless. Let me just try to throw me off track here in live radio. But uh, as I said, 14 uh, newcomers as well. And um, I mean, it, it's just, you just think about um, right before our eyes, in the last 20 years, we have seen this sport go from, you know, oh, you go girl. Isn't it nice that the girls have a team as well? It's like, no, no, this is excellent soccer. And you talk about two-footed players. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. I have never seen a better two-footed player 
male or female than Megan Rapino. And this was way before she was an activist. By the way, she has a twin. They're from Redding, California, which is uh, way up there, just a couple hours south of Oregon. Um, this is way before she got famous for being, um, you know, equal pay and also, you know, gay rights and all the other things she stands for. And, and uh, she's a fantastic teammate and captain as well. But even way before that, she would come down the wing Right foot or left foot put an inch perfect cross. Now, usually your other leg is just called a swinger because you just kind of swing it. There are a lot of players that are great two-footed players for dribbling, but not for shooting. And she can do it. And so I'm looking forward to seeing it. And as I said, now look, how, what, what kind of fight is Vietnam going to put up? Well, they made the World Cup. Now, they made it out of the weakest region there. But they made the World Cup, and you have to respect all the opponents, and that's going to be coming up on uh, July 21st. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back with some open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back on Sports Byline. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? 
Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. We now check in with J.D. Sharp from Pro Wagering, ProWagering.com. Always great to bring in J.D. as we talk a little MLB. J.D., earlier in the show, I was speaking with Mark Mulder about what's going on in, in St. Louis. And, uh, I mean, it's crazy that the Reds are in first place and St. Louis is in last place. If they keep up this winning percentage of 411, it'll be its lowest since World War One. That being said, they're not going to sell off their parts. That's not what St. Louis does. Or if you are John Mazeliak, do you look in the mirror and say, I know we have some great young players and some great old players, and do you sell your parts? What would you do? If I'm the Cardinals, I just, yeah. try, to get, I just try to get pitching. I mean, at this point, that's really that's – really, well, I, I get rid of the GM, obviously, first. but uh, And then I try to get pitching. Because the pitching is just highly, highly inconsistent. You got Miles Michaelis going today against Trevor Williams in the game that that Miles Michaelis uh, should easily win. The, the Cardinals should easily win this game today. But you know, Major League Baseball has been very, very interesting this year, and so I'm not sure that's that's really going to take place. But no, I just, you just have to get better starting pitching. I trade Mason Wynn. I trade one of Brendan Donovan or Tommy Edmond or uh, Dylan Carlson, who are all pretty much the exact same player, and I pick up a, a decent starting pitcher. And I maybe look at you know getting rid of Gallegos or picking up a pretty good closer, but I mean they have enough talent offensively with obviously Goldschmidt, Arenado, and you know, Jordan Walker and Nolan Gorman, um, and uh, Paul Paul DeYoung and the list goes on. But no, I, I think that you have to I think that you have to just get rid of you have to get rid of one of your one of your young big bats or one potential stars one of your young stars, and then you have to invest heavy into some starting pitching because if you don't, you're not going to make the playoffs at this point. We were talking about the uh, Angels making the playoffs, and of course they use a six-man rotation to make sure Otani has enough rest. They've used three different guys in that sp- six spot: Jaime Berea, Chase Silseth, and Jose Suarez. But you know, we talked about Patrick Sandoval having a good year, but they went out and got Tyler Anderson, whose ERA is over five and a half. And then you look at Mike Trout. I mean, Mike Trout's hitting two fifty-seven, which would be great for you and me. For Mike Trout, that stinks. So, I mean, Otani yeah. is basically carrying this team right now. Yeah, Otani's had one of the best leagues and one of the best years, if not the very best year in Major League Baseball history. He leads, he leads him in home runs with 24. He's number two or three in strikeouts. He's number, I think, two or three or 
he actually might be might be number two in, in RBIs as well. Yeah, Trout's not having a good year, but Trout's that type of guy though. Where I mean, he's had he's had a he's had Julys before, he's had August before, where he's where he's had fifteen home runs and, and thirty five RBIs. I mean, he, he he's capable of doing that, and with the with the lineup that they've got. But you know, the issue is really, I mean, before Otani, he would get on base with a walk or maybe a single or maybe a double, but now. Otani's clearing the bases, and he's, he's just leaving it for Trout. And so Trout's not getting—he's not getting the opportunity to uh, to hit home Otani and pick up those RBIs. And then also, it looks to me like um, Otani is—it's very possible that they're pitching around Trout and they're giving Otani the good pitches, and he's knocking him out of the park. And, and when I mean out of the park, I mean, I mean Otani's hitting bombs. Pretty pretty much every one of his home runs is like 425 plus. He's had several home runs that were 460 plus. I mean, this guy's just an absolute monster. At six four two ten, obviously he's one of the best athletes that Major League Baseball has ever seen. But no, Trout's one of those guys where uh, he could get really hot, and it's not hard to do it. And he could easily, talk, you know, he could he could be part of a he could be a top five top five batting average home run RBI guy pretty quick. You know, you think about the uh, the Yankees and how good Cole has been pitching. He kind of sent a little message last night in a great game against the Mariners, and there's this rookie Jose Caballero taking his time, stepping in, stepping out, stepping in, stepping out. He actually threw one way up over the screen to send a message, and then when he struck him out, he wagged his finger at him. I mean, it's like, do you think a little thing like that, you can say, well, look, it's just a baseball game in June, or do you think a message like that can fire up his team and have the Yankees be like, hey, man, I know we're seven games over 500, but we can play so much more. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't love that. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it. But Cole is having a great year. I believe he's eight and one with like a two point five ERA. He's got dominant stuff. Uh, this this new pitching clock is really good for a guy like him or a guy like a Yuri Perez or a guy like a Tyler Wells, a big, powerful pitcher who doesn't take much time, who doesn't require uh, a, t- who, who just kind of with their with their leg lift they can throw it 97 98 they don't have to go they don't have to put a ton behind it because they're, they have that that stature i think this pitch clock is helping them tremendously so yeah no cole, cole could just mow down players now where before he could they had a chance to to kind of settle themselves in between pitches but now he can just he, he can mow them down he can get into a rhythm and they just don't have they don't have enough time to adjust to just just plus plus stuff that he has so no i think that Cole's having a great year but the yankees they don't have that much talent offensively rizzo's not playing that and i think they've had like 22 games and they've scored maybe 11 runs total in those games so i mean yeah it's not they, they definitely need they need but if, if jd they do have the top bullpen in major league baseball when you have that you can you can be in every single game it's like having a great defense in the nfl so um, I, I think that the Yankees, they still have a chance to turn around if, if Judge gets healthy and if they can add a little more talent offensively around him. Very good. There was a play last night involving a couple of former A's, the uh, White Sox and the uh, Rangers on the south side, and Elvis Andres coming in, sliding head first. Jonah Heim tags him out. But it goes to a replay, and they said Jonah Heim blocked the plate and Bruce Bochy came out. He got thrown out after the game. He said, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. It's one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. When you look at it, he's not really blocking the plate at all. I know that when Buster Posey got messed up by that guy, Scott cousins and broke two bones in his leg and basically ended the giant season that we have these new rules 
remember Billy Bean telling Kurt Suzuki, stand in front of home plate and then just do swipe tags. And I don't want you to be a crash test dummy. Are we getting into the theater of the absurd now where maybe if your spike is in the baseline, it's considered blocking the plate? Yeah, that seems a little over the top to me. Um, and that was one that, that you know, I don't want to say anything that could be uh, deemed as controversial, but that was a really, really important game uh, for, for sports books especially. Uh, sports betting is legal in Illinois. Uh, Chicago, Chicago White Sox against the, the Texas Rangers with Eovaldi and Cease, who has been struggling all year. There was a lot of money on the Rangers to win that game last night. It was not on the White Sox. And in, in circumstances like that, especially with just the, the, the sheer advantage that they have offensively, the Rangers, and if, 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 that, if that did go to the next inning, uh, they would have had a real chance to win that game. So, no, I, I think that uh, it, it is bordering on the absurd, but it's also, it's also bordering on the morally questionable, put it that way. <laughs> I like that. To get into the morals. Um, yeah. There, there's a, you know, it, it's funny um, when you look at, at some guys with these trends home and away and, you think about a guy like Vlad Guerrero playing in the dead air of the Rogers Center or the Sky Dome, whatever you want to say it. But uh, you you look at him at home; he's he's just not hitting home runs there. There's a complete power outage for him, and at home he's hitting uh, 239, and on the road he's hitting 308. What what do you think is? I mean, I'm sure that they would love to know in Toronto, but what do you think is wrong with Vlad Jr.? I honestly don't know because I thought that he lost a lot of weight. I know that they added a lot of talent around him with, Dal- with Dal- Dalton Varshow and Whit Merrifield and Bichette's having a great year. So I, I, I honestly don't know. He's, he didn't have a good year last year either. And he only had like, what, 27 home runs and 92 RBIs. He had that great, we'll call it second year or rookie year, where he had like 45 and 130. But he, he's not looking like he's going to have anywhere near that at this point. And I, I personally invest quite a bit into his rookie cards and they're not moving either. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not very happy about it because he, he's just not performing at the level that, that I think he can, um, or for whatever reason, when he was early in his career, he was capable of having these, these monstrous seasons that kind of gave you some impressions of his dad and rightfully so for a number of different reasons for not just a name and namesake, but also just in, in his athletic ability and his style at the plate. But yeah, he's, he is starting to, he is starting to, I mean, Matt Chapman's having a much better year than him, in my opinion. So he's, he's just he's not performing at the level that, that he needs to, and hopefully he can figure that out if he's even capable of it at this point. We just have about a minute, but, you know, to much fanfare, Anthony Volpe made the opening day roster, and it's like, oh, it's just like Derek Jeter, you know, the first-round pick. Here he comes. He's going to be the shortstop, and he basically might as well be on the Oakland A's because he's hitting 191. Do you think he needs to go down, or should they just stick with him? I mean, this is a team that needs every win they can get. You know, I don't. I don't know. I think that I think players are getting sent down too much right now. Volpe's still got nine, nine, nine home runs. He's got about twelve RBI. I'm 12, twelve stolen bases. Yeah, his average isn't good, but he's definitely he's definitely a five tool player. He's only twenty two years old. I don't see the ups. He's a fan favorite. Uh, you know, Volpe being highly Italian, being in New York, he's a fan favorite. So I think uh, I, I think that it, it doesn't make a ton of sense for them to send him down. I think they should keep him up and just and kind of ride it out. I like that. He's highly Italian. J.D. Highly Sharp, Italian. my man from Pro Wagering. Thanks for coming by, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, good stuff. And uh, by the way, <clears throat> when you think about you know certain towns and certain players, is it – more important to be Italian in New York City? 
maybe a little bit. <laughs> maybe a little more important to be Polish in Chicago. Maybe a little more important to be Latino in L.A. I mean, look, it's true. You know, the fan base, if there's a preponderance, maybe more, they accept you. You know, it just, uh, A, it works. Being Italian in New York City, it ain't bad. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We got open lines. Come on back at 1-800-878-PLAY. Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card upside users have already earned over 200 million dollars now it's your turn download the free upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas use promo code gas 11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up that's code gas11 use code gas11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill up cash back's not available in gas in new jersey and wisconsin has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Sometimes when I'm driving... On the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. 
fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to, I have to go now, Dwayne, because I, I'm due back on the planet Earth. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. Well, that is something else, and I'll tell you what, we got another full segment of your calls, if you'd like to call up, at 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> Emails rick at sportsbiling.com. This one here is from Scott. He says, Rick, do you think that the Warriors will trade their pick, or will they draft someone who won't matter well, I can see what you're saying there. You look at last year's draft. What did it mean to the Warriors? It meant absolutely nothing. And then you look at the draft before that. What did it mean? Well, it meant Moses Moody and getting Gary Payton the second back. That's basically what it meant. Now we'll see what Patrick Baldwin is able to do maybe in the second year. We don't know. It's hard to come into a team that wins a championship and be a huge part of it when they're bringing back most of their players, <clears throat> especially the most important one. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think Mike Dunleavy Jr. And who I sort of feel like, is he actually going to be pulling the strings? <laughs> I just kind of feel like they're going to be like, yeah, Mike, do what you want, but call Lake up and get an approval first. You know, Bob Myers always talked about, hey, I would talk with Steve, and Draymond would chime in too. Draymond's like, draft this guy, and that would happen too. But on the other hand, uh, I don't see what they could do where they are at the draft at 19 and, and trading. I think they'll just take the best guy there. Hopefully they just go – I mean, like in the NBA draft, just go big board, as they say, if you don't you end up with Bowie instead of Jordan because you already have Drexler, <clears throat> right? You don't need to do that. And, you know, in a way, they could have gone LaMelo Ball instead of James Wiseman if they just wanted to go for best ball player. But, you know, what if Wiseman became Tim Duncan? Uh, he's not yet. But we keep hearing Blazers. They're the ones that want to make a trade. They don't want to draft a teenager when Lillard is at his age. And so, you know, it's either going to be Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller. It's probably going to be Brandon Miller, who, of course, makes the most sense when you think about Anthony Simons and, and even Shaden Sharp in the backcourt. They need uh, a player like that. But <clears throat> we also been hearing not just uh, the Bam Adebayo rumor, but the rumor of Jalen Brown. I don't see the Celtics trading him. And, of course, a guy who's been rumored with just about every team Zion Williamson. And by the way, don't put it past. You know, Joe Lacob, for as 
big as a nerd that he is. And he, you look up nerd in the dictionary and it's the guy from Revenge of the Nerds, Carradine with the nose and the tape glasses, a spaz from Meatballs and Joe Lacob. But as big as a nerd as he is, the guy wants to win. And the more rings he gets, the thirstier he gets for him. He's not going to be like, well, we got our ring. Sell everybody. (laughs) Tear it down. Don't be surprised if my warriors get into the Zion sweepstakes. You might say, I don't want any part of a guy who's always hurt. But eh, there is that. But if the Warriors got Zion, I think I would be doing somersaults in the street for at least an hour. Uh, Rumors of OG Ananobi and Pascal Siakam of Toronto. They have a new coach. Maybe they're going to be rebuilding. But, you know, listen... Uh, Portland apparently is going to be active because for the first time in a while, they realize that if they want to win with Lillard, who has been really, you know, they always say, oh, he's so loyal. <clears throat> you know, he's been getting paid millions of dollars. But yes, it works both ways. But they would like to get him some help. And then I would also think, remember Dallas last year? What did they do? They took a big swing and caught Kyrie, and I was thinking, oh, no, he's coming to the West, and he's going to play with Doncic, and even though he's a head case, he definitely is a guy who is a fantastic player. In fact, I saw him hit the most famous shot in Cavaliers history. Ooh, damn. But what did it do? It did nothing. In fact, they got worse. (laughs) Now, the Mavericks need to rebuild it right now or reload it, I guess, if you want to win with Doncic and Irving this season. And their best asset is the 10th overall pick. And they have been uh, linked with a move uh, to maybe go get Atlanta down at 15 to get King, uh, Clint Capella in the deal. And Atlanta is saying, no, we want to swap 15 for 10 and you get John Collins. And that the Dallas Mavericks have said no for that. But what they don't want to do is develop a rookie. For the same reason, as we say to anybody else, you want to win now. And then conversely, if you're shopping Zion, then you're shopping Zion. And the rumors are they want to trade up and get Scoot Henderson. And, I mean... (laughs) It's amazing to think that Zion Williamson is available after all the hype on him, but it's just his availability is uh, he ain't healthy. So let's say the Pelicans don't trade up and they don't get Henderson. The entire lineup from last year is under contract. You got Williamson, Brandon Ingram, uh, Valanciunas, CJ McCollum, Herb Jones. Um, and then the guys off the bench, Larry Nance Jr., Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall, Jose Alvarado. Last year's number eight overall pick, Dyson Daniels. He'll probably be getting some more minutes in the next season. So, um, I don't know. The, the, the Pelicans are a team that can kind of kick it down the road a little bit, and they might want to turn their pick into some future assets as well. But <clears throat> what is the number one team in the history of the NBA? That just takes other teams' players and wins championships. In baseball, that would be the Yankees. That's why it was so weird when the Yankees actually had Derek Jeter. Like, wait, you drafted him? 
you didn't trade or sign him as a free agent or steal him from another team. Like, no, no, we actually drafted that guy. Oh, wow, that's weird. It's the Lakers. <clears throat> when, when was the last time the Lakers drafted and developed a guy after Magic Johnson? <laughs> it's been quite a while, but do you think they care? <clears throat> no, they don't. And you think about the scenarios right now where the Lakers could create pretty easily $30 million in cap space, which means they could pursue a very nice high-level free agent. Who would that be? Um, they could just resign their whole team and just do the old run it back, you know, and say we got close last year to the final four. But, you know, they do have two non-guaranteed contracts if they let go of Mo Bamba and Malik Beasley. Or they could package those two salaries, which combine out about to $27 million and the number 17 overall pick to add an impact veteran. And so you wonder who they could target. The point guard is the position that they've been emphasizing. And look at a guy who's chasing a ring like Chris Paul, who's currently a bullet. What are they called now? The Wiz. Sorry, I still call them the Baltimore Bullets, Washington Bullets, Washington Wizards. Remember, Chris Paul, that was the team that he was getting traded to the first time. And then David Stern said, mm, nah, you're a clipper. <clears throat> what? Yeah, L.A., just the other team. And you play in the same building. Oh, great. But Fred Van Vliet is another one they're thinking of. You know, you, you think about shooting down the wing. There, uh, there's Dorian Finney-Smith, Buddy Hill. There are a couple of names as well. I mean, they're canvassing the league. They would probably be teams that would be involved. And then a team that you don't really hear too much about is Indiana. They're just one of those teams that I kind of forget is in the league, kind of like people did with my Warriors for 40 years. But speaking of Ananobi, there isn't an easier trade fit in basketball right now than his return to Indiana where he played for the Hoosiers. The Pacers have too many guards they have nothing at power forward. They have nothing at small forward. The Raptors have been reportedly interested in moving up in the draft, albeit higher than seven where uh, Indiana is now. But if they do try to re-sign Fred Van Fleet, they'll likely need to save a bit of long-term money and uh, their books are otherwise being stuffed. So even if it isn't Ananobi, people are reporting out of Indianapolis that the Pacers – want to land a proven wing player. And if they don't use the seven pick to get one, they still have 26, 29, and 32. That's right. They have three first-round picks and a very high second-round pick. And the one thing I will say to the Pacers is that they've never been prone to these lengthy rebuilds. I think it's mostly because when Larry Bird was there, he just didn't want to do that. This is a team that expects to be uh, competitive. I mean, Rick Smith demands it from Holland. So the draft assets are one path to do that right now. But there's just a lot of questions that are going to shape draft night. And that's, you know, first of all, it just starts with the second pick. Does Charlotte take the guard or the forward? Do they take Scoot Henderson or do they take the college kid out of Alabama? And then whoever they don't take that's who the Blazers will take. And then, as we just said, we'll wait for these chips to fall with Chris Paul and Zion Williamson. Will the Thunder cash in some of their chips? I mean, they have a ton of draft picks in the upcoming drafts. 
They have one first round and two second rounders this year. They have four first round picks next year. And they already have a young, uh, a ton of young talent on the roster. Could they trade some of those to get some established guys? <laughs> Would they trade back again, Bill Walsh, and just keep compiling more picks? I mean, maybe they'll make a move. Maybe they won't. But, I mean, this is a team that you just got to keep your eye on. They have draft capital like I don't think I have ever seen before. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. I'll take a break. If you want to get in, 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back on Sports Byline. have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running 
out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800 535 Tittle can usually be found at He Baby Mama House. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> you know, Deion Sanders, this will be his uh, first season in uh, one of the Power Five conferences, the Pac-12 with the Colorado Buffaloes. And a team that <clears throat> went 1-11 last year. A lot of headlines, both good and bad, about bringing in great players and a lot of players transferring out, going into the uh, portal. <clears throat> but Sanders was recently interviewed in SI, and they talked about him saying, okay, well, you know, are you going to step stone this to the NFL head coaching job? He said, I don't have any desire or ambition to coach in the NFL. And then they asked him, well, what about the Cowboys? Sanders said, I am cut a little different. I love Jerry Jones. I tremendously love that whole family. But no. <laughs> well, this is the thing. When you talk about recruiting classes, um, he didn't do an amazing job this year. People are still, this is a feeling out period for everyone. And remember the guy who hired him there, the AD, was like, hey, I got complete faith in him. If he wants to burn it down to the ground, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But they're going to have 69 new players. So there's almost no continuity. And you think, well, why would you want continuity from 1 and 11? Uh, that's true. But Sanders <clears throat> recently said on the Joe Klatt show, my favorite quote, I was the genesis coming in, and now there's exodus. Wow. When the president gets into office, what happens to the cabinet? He enacts his own agenda. What, I'm, what I am doing is no different than any CEO, any person of status that has claimed a position. I got to get it right. I ain't looking at yesterday. I'm not, I'm, I'm not looking forward to tomorrow. I'm looking at now. My feelings, thoughts, and understanding are that I got to get it right now. So let's go get it now. As I said... I mean, this is great for the Pac-12, a conference that's not doing well. <laughs> They're losing the two L.A. schools. They don't have a new TV contract. San Diego State is getting guffed to join, and do they even really want them? I guess they do. Well, the fact of the matter is, at least in Boulder, Colorado, it's going to be entertaining. Maybe just on the sidelines. 
Hey, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow with another live edition of Titillating Sports. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.